Well, hello, podcast. This episode was your idea. <laughs> so this was recorded a couple days ago in response to a poll that we did on what you wanted us to teach on this week. And the overwhelming majority when we took a vote was on the subject of how to stay committed to the goals that you set at the beginning of 2022 when you run into challenges, life circumstances, and things that you just don't expect, you know, bodybuilding, um, competing, um, building muscle, losing fat, even if it's not to the extreme of competing, it's a lot more than just sets and reps and technique, you know, it's navigating through life circumstances. So that's really what we tried to hit on this episode. And we really went into this one completely without an agenda. It's just me on this one. And um, it just answered questions as they came at me and you'll try to keep it organic as possible. So if this is your first time joining us, this is the supersetyourlife.com podcast. This is your weekly dose of inspiration, entertainment, and education to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. Only quick announcement that I'm going to mention right before we jump in is that if you haven't tried our coffee yet, we do have a partnership now with Blackfin Coffee. This is a Pacific Northwest small batch coffee roaster. And they have partnered with a lot of people that are um, giving a lot of their profits and their proceeds towards the orca population. So it's a good cause supporting the environment. Delicious coffee. I start every single day with it mix it with my protein powder before I go to the gym because you got to have that consistent protein throughout the day if you want to build muscle at any reasonable pace. So you can build muscle intermittent fasting. You can build it if you're not eating protein before and after your workout, but that's a slow boat. So that's been my biggest learning experience the last couple of months. Anyway, enough of the announcements. We're going to jump right into the live Q&A. Again, that was recorded a couple of days ago on January 26, 2022. You know, right at the end of right at the end of the month where um, it's where the, the high of the new year, the high of the new goals is definitely worn off by now. And um, we're trying to keep pressing forward towards those goals that we set and not get distracted. Okay, so here we go. The live Q&A. Hope you enjoyed it. Oh, and one more thing before we start. I have to sincerely apologize for the echo that you will hear in this recording, uh, which is why I put some background music in, because this is how it's supposed to sound. We got a new vlogging camera with this awesome microphone. It is so good, but I forgot to connect it to my camera when I was recording the live. So unfortunately there is an echo. I hope it doesn't bother you. If it does bother you, we have plenty of episodes that I know you will love, <laughs> especially the last two with Nicole Jensen and Lauren Hoover. Those are some pretty motivating episodes. Anyway, um, you'll be able to hear it fine. I'm sorry that it is annoying, but uh, yeah, here we go. There's two questions here that are pretty similar. First one is from Jake from Munich, Germany and Todd from Tequila, Washington, basically have the same question. They say, how do you balance your social life when you have to work, prep food, eat and train? How do you stay committed to your, how do you communicate to your friends the priority and the importance of your fitness goals? You know, this is something that I've had to deal with a lot because um, supersetting your life, right? Which is what we believe in, that's our, that's our brand. It should, it, this should make your life better. Like you should be, a better human being because you are into fitness, right? Um, now, when you compete, obviously, there's gonna be a point in time where just everything has to take a back seat to it. And that's not just competing, that's anything in life that you wanna do really well with, you know? From the outside looking in, it can look really intense and it can look 
Um, it, it can look vain. It can look like it's all you think about. It's all you do. But I guess it's it's really nothing new to me because I've kind of been all in with everything that I've ever done in my life. You know, um, I grew up playing hockey, and that's not just like a seasonal sport. Like that's a year-round sport. I mean, Kevin, you know that, right, bro? Um, playing hockey is is it, it, it's 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 like a nine or ten month season and then your off season you're going to camps and you're staying on the ice because as soon as you get back on the ice you're super rusty again you know it's not like football where it's just like a few months and then you lift on the off season and then come back and you pretty much remember everything like hockey it's it's like wait how do i put my gear on again like how does this work so um in terms of fitness and and, and bodybuilding um for me it was it was it was really just Okay, I was all in with hockey before. I was all in with going into business for myself with with a couple different online businesses, and now being a bodybuilder and being a coach, this is pretty much all I do. Um, you know, I really don't have a life outside of going to the gym and going to church and spending time with my family. You know, we don't drink. We don't. I do drink a little bit. <laughs> we do enjoy whiskey from time to time and uh, watch a little bit of Star Wars, the Boba Fett series that's out right now. But I mean, our, our social life is, uh, it's for, for me, I'm a dad, you know, so I don't really have the, um, I guess I don't really feel like I have the luxury of being able to spend a lot of time with friends outside of uh, what God's calling me to, which is our church community, um, growing and developing there and uh, in, our, in our gym, our clients, and whatever spare time that I, that I have, it 100% um, goes to my family. So that's pretty much my social life in a nutshell. Um, but I'll, I'm also an extreme athlete too. You know, I'm somebody that really wants to do something with my life. I'm somebody that's really pushing the envelope, wants to be the best athlete that I can be and wants to bring out the best in other people. Um, you know, if, if, if you're somebody that can go to work nine to five, I mean, God bless you. Um, I'm not, I can't work for somebody else. Like I have to be achieving something. I have to be doing something. It's how I'm wired. It's how I'm made. It's who I am. It's also how my wife is too. That's the reason that we're so good for each other is because she gets that about me and she loves that about me. And I love that about her. And so we complement each other in that way and we work together and she doesn't take offense to it. If there's a couple days where it's just like, I'm just working because, because I'm getting phone calls or we have a lot of leads or because, um, it's, it just happens to be a busy week or our production schedule out in the Skull Bells shop is taking more time than it needs to. You know, she doesn't take offense to that, but there's also times where it's like, okay, being in business for myself, I can, I can take a couple days off. Um, if I, if I feel like I need it or if I feel like, um, my, I'm just, I'm just getting too anxious. I'm not spending enough time with my family. You know, I can take two or three days and I'm just like being lazy and playing Legos every day and getting back to text messages and Marco Polo messages to train my clients where I can. So, um, I know this is a bit of a rant <laughs> and I'm going to be, um, sharing things just like through my lifestyle and kind of how I deal with this stuff. And, you know, um, take what you want from this. This might be something to where it's like, you know, treat it like a smorgasbord, right? Like you don't read a book and take every single thing at face value without, um, without taking, without considering how your disposition might be different or how your situation might be different other than the Bible. <laughs> That's the, the one book that I believe is hundred percent true. Every single word is there for a reason. I mean, anything outside of that, um, you're not going to go into a buffet and eat literally everything that's there. I mean, I've done that before, <laughs> but, um, but you're not gonna, you're not, you're not, you're not gonna go to a restaurant and order everything on the menu. You're not gonna read a book typically and believe every single thing that's there or listen to a podcast and listen and agree with every single thing that you, that you hear. So, you know, when I share stuff like this, uh, this is just my experience. I'm not a pro and or an expert by any means. Um, but 
but fit, fitness and fitness and business are two things that I am, uh, you know, fairly gifted with. Um, most things in life, uh, just a little bit about me is I'm pretty much an idiot <laughs> when it comes to like something that, that something that you know something about my car, something about my truck, something about um, my house. It's like you know we we rent our house still. We're trying to buy our house, but um, if there's like something broken, it's like. I'm not really the guy to do that kind of stuff. There's one or two things that I'm really good at and everything else, forget it. So it's to my detriment a lot of times. <laughs> but anyway, I guess uh, what, what I'm saying is take everything that, that I say, uh, like anything with a grain of salt and not verbatim. So I hope that's making sense. But um, in terms of somebody that's not an extreme competitive athlete when it comes to just balancing your, your social life with your relationships, um, I think the biggest thing to uh, Jake and Todd to answer your question is to um, is is to stop trying to balance your life. I read a book called The One Thing by Gary Keller, and as a matter of fact, I've read it two or three times, listened to the audiobook, and I've taught it at a couple different to, to a couple different organizations. And that book is life changing. It's really simple. Basically, it takes the Pareto principle, which is the 80-20 rule, right? 80% um, of your results are going to come from 20% of your effort. So if you take that and if you exaggerate it and if you focus even smaller on something more specific than that 20%, then you're going to find something that's really truly the lead domino in whatever it is that you're doing. So for me, it's fitness, right? If I'm working out, I got video content. I'm in a good mood. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm eating. I'm eating right the rest of the day. I'm like, well, I already worked out. I might as well eat properly too. And so it all, it, it all works together. Now, when it comes to, um, sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying try, try to take note of, of, of the of the comments and the questions that are coming in and everything, but um, that, but that book talks about a concept called counterbalancing versus balancing. So when it comes to balancing your life, that's like trying to juggle everything. Counterbalancing is about finding a purpose and finding something very specific to, uh, to focus on and make your priority. And then everything else gets structured around that. So, uh, so in terms of your relationships, I would encourage you guys to um, communicate to your friends the importance of your fitness goals and what those mean to you and what that means as far as you being the person that they like to be around, right? So when it comes to, um, so, so like me, for example, Taylor knows that when I'm working out, I had better damn well get my workout done if she wants me to be this happy, fun person and to be the best dad that I can be. Um, I'm just especially with with as hard as I train, like I'm just usually stiff the next morning. And so I'm not really in the mood to talk or anything until I get my workout in. And then after a workout, I'm in a great mood. Um, I scheduled this live right after my workout because I knew that I would be in the best state of mind to be able to answer these questions and talk about this kind of stuff after my workout. I'm not going to do it during my workout, of course. I'm not going to do it before my workout. Um, but if you, but, but if you want your if, if you want your relationships to be the best that they can be, um, you, you're not gonna, you, you're not gonna have those close friendships and those close relationships if you aren't healthy and if you don't like the way that you look and if you don't like the way that you feel. So um, if you can communicate that to your friends, I think that will get you guys pointed in the right direction. So, okay, we have a question from 
Kevin, I can't stay on a diet unless I'm in the gym consistently. Any, any ideas on how I can keep on a diet if I'm not working out? Well, yeah, so the first one would be to solution seek around being able to work out and you know maybe you're working or um, you know for, for whatever reason it's not, none of my businesses um, circumstances have, have, have made it so that you're not able to train in the gym okay so whatever that is um, I guess I would say that there's always a way to train you know like you could be you, you, you could bang out a whole bunch of push-ups every morning you could heck when I was in Montana um, for for Christmas I really didn't go to the gym that much but I always got at least some sort of a workout in um, I, 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 gave, I gave my dad a pair of uh, skull dumbbells, skull bells for Christmas, and it was just 25s. But I just did one set of shoulder presses one day for five minutes straight, and I didn't even count reps. I just did as many as I could do with strict form for five minutes, and then I did as many as, and, and then I started cheating and just doing whatever I could just to get the weight up. And I did it for five minutes and it felt like there were knives stuck in my shoulders the next day. <laughs> and I've been training shoulders hard for years. So like they're not in bad shape, but it was just such a different stimulus. You know I mean? Like you got five minutes a day to where you can do something. Um, and, uh, and, so, and so I guess that's where I would, that, that's where I would challenge you is to find a way to make it work even if you don't have access to the gym. All right, see if there's any more questions on the gram before I go back to the email list. Right, looks like we got all those cleared up. Cool. Um, so the second question that we have off of the email list is uh, from Martha, and this is, she is from Houston, Texas. She says, how do you stick to your diet when traveling and you have no kitchen available? I'm glad that you brought this up because I'm just about to go to Seattle and do my trips up there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no problem, Kevin, you're welcome. I'm just about to go to Seattle. And then next month I'm going to fly to Houston to see you and to see everybody in Dallas and, to, and then, then from there I'm gonna fly to um, Ohio and train Dana and then I'm gonna fly back to Seattle and then drive back home. So with all that traveling there's it, uh, meal prepping is gonna be a challenge and so um, you have to think ahead and having a macro spreadsheet that you don't have to follow by gospel but at least you know where you're at. I find that to be very meditative because if I'm just winging it and eating out, um, my grocery bill goes up like crazy. Um, we had, excuse my grocery bill, my, my food bill. Um, when we flew back from Montana for Christmas, um, we, we, had to, we had to eat out a couple times and I was just amazed because we, we never eat out. My family never, ever, ever eats out. We have two toddlers and so it's like not even really worth the trouble and everything to get everybody to behave. Now we got a puppy and so it's like to get a puppy sitter, babysitter and everything for us to, for us to go eat out when we could have food that tastes 10 times better at home because we have our own venison and our own beef and everything. Um, it's just not worth it. But to, to get like a salad that wasn't even as good as the ones that I can make, um, I eat salad from time to time, even though I'm a carnivore. <laughs> but um, it's most—it's pretty much mostly just meat, never any carbs in it. But to to get a couple like salads that weren't even that good, I was shocked. There, it was it, it was a hundred bucks for for two for two salads and a couple kids meals um, from the Cheesecake Factory, and I was like, this is exactly why we do not eat out. Um, I can make something ten times better here. So. Um, when it, so when it, so when it comes to meal prepping for travel, um, thinking ahead and do, and doing stuff that's simple. So on this trip, I'm gonna have a whole bunch of hard-boiled eggs with me. I'm gonna have a whole bunch of pre-cooked beef, and uh, I'm gonna and, and I'm gonna stay at an Airbnb um, that I know has a that, that that I know has a kitchen. So 
I think that's probably the biggest takeaway that I could give you right here is if you're traveling and you don't have a kitchen available, try to find, instead of staying at a hotel, if you can, um, stay at either someone's house if you have a relative in the area or uh, or just an Airbnb in some place that has um, a stovetop. If you have a if you have a stovetop, you're set. You know you can get you can you can cook your steak, you can cook eggs, you can cook anything that's um, more affordable than having to eat out. So, excellent question. Um, okay, we have a, another question from Osama from Renton. How do you get back on track after falling off? How do you get back on track after falling off? Um, that could be from travel, that could be from getting sick. Um, first and foremost, do not weigh yourself. Weighing your, yourself can really mess with your head and it doesn't tell you everything that you need to know. Um, I personally don't even weigh myself just because I can't handle it. I just, I don't, I don't need to start every single day with the first thought going in my head of how much I weigh. And that's really the only accurate way to do it too, because like if you weigh yourself later in the day, by that time you've eaten food and everything. And so there's a lot of different, hey, um, what's up Cascade? Thanks a lot for joining brother. Um, there's, there's a lot of other factors throughout the day, like how much water you're drinking, how much stress you've been under that change how you weigh. And so the most accurate way to weigh yourself is in the mornings. And it's just not the first thought that I need going in my head every day. And I, I actually have all my clients weigh themselves first thing in the morning and nobody really has any issues with it. Uh, but if anybody does, then I would change it. I'm just kind of weird, I'm just kind of unique and I just don't like starting my day that way. Um, so for that reason, I, I, I literally have no idea how much I weigh and I don't wanna know. I, might, I may not even know up to my next competition. You know, <laughs> like what, what class are you competing in? I'm like, well, first of all, I'm a natural bodybuilder. So if you're a natural bodybuilder, you're not really concerned about weight classes. You just you, you, you just train as hard as you can, get shredded, and whatever muscle you still have left at that point, just thank God that you have it. Because <laughs> enhancements really, really do help with muscle preservation. Um, but when it but when it comes to when it when it when it comes to um, staying on track though, when you've fallen off, I think that would be the first thing that I would say is just forget everything about and, and don't even take any progress pictures just train in the gym for a week two weeks and go back to how you were eating before the holidays or before you got sick or before you traveled or whatever it was that caused you to get off track hey loren thanks so much for joining loved our podcast um, last week and just go back to how you were training before and Give yourself a week or two, you're probably gonna weigh the same when you weigh yourself again, and you're probably gonna look just fine. You know, it's it's probably all in your head, um, especially if you're eating things that aren't in your normal diet. Like over Christmas, I did not stick to my diet at all. <laughs> like uh, my mom makes the best desserts, the best pies, and I wasn't gonna sit there. I wasn't gonna sit there and just be tempted and not have any because I grew up around that stuff and I remember how good that stuff was. Like my brain's not stupid. My well, my brain is stupid sometimes, but I was not. I I did not forget <laughs> how good that stuff tasted, and, uh, and 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 I, and I and I had some. I had some like pretty much every day. I had cinnamon rolls and everything, and that's why like I didn't even want to know how much I weighed. But I got some of the best lifts of my life <laughs> the next morning after those. Um, after those sweets. And so, um, you know, it's the winter, great. Like I, I don't have a contest anytime, anytime soon. I'm gonna start about a 24 week prep um, this late this spring going into the fall. 
end um, when I do, and, and and that's going to give me plenty of time. So whatever I have to trim up fat wise, um, you know, I'm not worried about it at this point. Right now, I'm bulking, lean bulking, trying to keep it as lean as I can. Not really tracking macros. I have an idea of where my macros are, but I'm not having, but I'm not having to stick to them and track them to the crumb like I am, like when I'm on contest prep. When I am on contest prep, that's gonna change. Right now, it's more or less intuitive. Taylor says hi. Right now, it's more or less intuitive. So if I if I feel like I need more food, I'm gonna eat more food. If I feel like I don't need as much, I'm gonna eat less. Uh, but I am eating a lot right now. I'm basically a protein eating machine. Weightlifting, protein eating machine, 500, 600 grams of protein. I'm not even tracking it most days, um, but I'm, Trying, I'm, I'm really trying to push the envelope though because I am noticing um, some very good strength gains and very minimal fat gain, if any. I don't think I've really gained any fat the last few weeks. Um, I definitely gained some fat over Christmas, but um, as of lately, I'm pretty confident with, uh, with, how, with how my physique is and coming into this contest prep that's gonna be starting here in a couple months. So yeah, well, so I'm gonna answer your question, my brother. Um, I would say, biggest thing is just get right back to your training just don't worry about it a week or two in the gym you're probably going to be as good as you were before all right let's see <laughs> you guys are funny giving me crap all right we've got another question here from uh kevin actually from Van from vancouver washington says eating healthy is expensive especially meat how do you overcome the temptation to buy unhealthy foods that's all gonna come to that's all gonna come down to um that's all gonna come down to being proactive and budgeting out your groceries. And I know that's simple and I know that's super obvious, but eating healthy does not have to be expensive at all. I eat two pounds of steak every single night when finances are good and when sales are good. When we have weeks where it's like we've kind of overspent and bought, um, you know, it's not like we go spend money on just like uh, stupid stuff or anything, but if, if, if we're spent, but if we're spending a lot of money on uh, materials for skull bells or, uh, playing tickets to train clients or whatever it is and, and you know things are kind of tight for whatever reason then I'm gonna be eating more then I'm gonna be eating like more chicken turkey kind of like cheaper stuff but uh, or even protein powder I've been eating a lot of protein powder actually especially that peanut butter oh man that stuff is like it's like crack cocaine like it is so delicious <laughs> I just mix it up in yogurt stick it in the freezer for a little bit and it's like a frozen yogurt man that is good um and then put like some strawberries in it. There's hardly any carbs in strawberries. But yeah, steak every single day that gets really, really expensive, especially with the cost of meat prices. Um, I will say that, so there, there's some ideas on how to cut costs maybe on, um, on, like, a, on, on like a higher protein diet. Um, I will also add that the keto diet is probably like the cheapest diet there is. Like it is so cheap. Um, bacon and eggs, if you get a good quality bacon, good quality eggs, at Costco, the ones with the dark yolks, they're loaded with omega-3s. Those are super, super good for you. It's great fuel um, and you can get great fit. You can get great results with your physique with just those couple foods. I mean, like if you're eating like literally nothing but bacon and eggs every day, I mean, it's pretty hard to over consume anything on an elimination diet. Um, cheese can be pretty cheap if you, if you buy it in large amounts. Um, but I would say that yeah, right off the top of my head, just because what we what we do with all of our clients is we have somebody on either a high carb diet, a high protein diet, which is gluconeogenesis, basically the steak every day diet, which is what I do, 
Um, so that's 66% of your calories coming from protein, 33% of your calories coming from fat, and 0% of your calories coming from carbs. And then there's the um, high fat approach, which is the keto approach, obviously. And that's just the opposite of the high protein approach. So that's 66% of your calories coming from fats and 33% of your calories coming from protein. So fat is your primary fuel source there. Um, so with every client, we, get, we give them a meal plan to follow, a grocery shopping list. And on the grocery shopping list, just from everything that I've seen, I mean, the, the, carb, the, the high carb diet is the most complicated the uh, high protein, the carnivore diet is the simplest, but the keto diet, I would say is the most cost effective. And it's also the most flexible too. So like if you're a busy guy, uh, I mean, you really can't go wrong with keto. It's tough to bulk if you're bulking, but if you're cutting, I mean, most people just wanna lose fat and preserve the muscle they have, maybe build a little bit of muscle. You can do that on, you can do that on the keto diet, but I mean, bacon, eggs, maybe like a few nuts here and there and just fatty pieces of meat, that is not expensive. That's very, very affordable. And what's, what's expensive is having health complications because of the food choices that you're eating in the first place. So keep that in the back of your mind. You know that every time you eat a bowl of cereal, every time that you eat um, sugar, that is bad for your health, it's bad for your immune system. And if you're sick all the time and missing work, then I mean, you're gonna be at a net loss just because of not being healthy and having financial problems on the back end. So even if it costs a little bit more just to be healthier on the front end and take care of your body and take care of your immune health, um, that's, that, that's, that should be really important to have that as a priority. So something to think about, hope that makes sense. Um, okay, got Martha's question, Jake's question. Uh, okay, Carly says, from Bothell, Washington, would like to say, what has been your biggest life challenge to date in relation to your fitness goals? Hands down, going back to social life and more specifically for me, family life, you know? Social life has never been a problem for me. And back, back in high school, I was the guy that was never really going out and partying. Um, in college, I kind of was here and there. But I mean, for the most part, I was, I, I've always just been a workaholic at something. I've always just been wanting to get better at something. And so I was a music major in college and all my friends would be out getting drunk. I was out getting drunk my share nights too, don't get me wrong. But most nights I was actually just in the practice room playing my saxophone until, I was playing my saxophone until my lips were bleeding. Like I was, I was staying up playing organ, practicing for church. Hey Brenda, thanks a lot for joining. Love all the work that your husband is doing for us, by the way. He's a stud. He's killing it. He's been a super, super big help. Um, I'm sorry, getting distracted, a little ADD right now. But that's how I. But that's how I've been my entire life, and and that, and so my social life has always been something that I that that I fit around whatever my goal is at the time. And again, that's why Taylor and I are so good for each other because she was really attracted to that in me, and I was really attracted to that in her. I mean, we weren't talking about. You know, we weren't like just looking for fun stuff to do and like going on dates and stuff when we were dating. Like obviously we were dating, but just like finding stuff to do together to kill time and like going to movies and stuff and, and going out to restaurants. It's just, it's never really been our thing. Hey Veronica, how you doing? Thanks a lot for joining. Any questions that you have on how to stay committed to your fitness goals, you just let me know, okay? Um, but that, but that's something that has never really been an issue for me is, is, pri is prioritizing um, what's important. And so... Um, when it, so when it comes to what my biggest life challenge has been, that started to become a problem when we had kids. I'm just, I'm just going to be flat honest. That has been 
the biggest thing in my heart lately. Um, just reading through Second Kings, first, first and Second Kings, it's all Kings in the original Hebrew. <laughs> we, 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 we split it up in, in the English translation into two books um, because it was long. But what, I, but what I've noticed is there's some Kings in there that I really admire, like, uh, like King David and King Hezekiah. I mean, those are two really, really good Kings. But they were horrible parents, and their and and, and their families were, um, were were a joke because they weren't involved in their kids' lives, and so uh, is it, it, that that's kind of where it's caught up with me these last couple of years. Is I've really had to focus, and God has really brought to my attention the importance of being a dad because these years they're they're, they're memories that I'm not going to get back, and so that's really where my head's at right now, is is making sure that every single day no matter how many things I have to do, um, those relationships are taking a, those relationships are taking priority over um, whatever else it is that I'm doing. Um, in particular at church, most importantly church. Every Sunday morning, unless something catastrophic has happened or, or unless I have a, a whole bunch of deadlines, like with um, a couple weeks ago, we had so many clients starting on, on, on Monday that it was literally a deadline and like people needed their workouts that they paid for and that they were counting on me to have done by Monday morning. So Sunday, I literally had to do that the entire day. But I mean, other than that, where there's like a deadline with an absolute emergency on it, Sunday, my butt is in church and there is just nothing at all more gratifying than just getting lost and worshiping Jesus. So you can think I'm crazy if you, if, if you, if you want to, but um, that's been, but having to, but having to prioritize relationships has, uh, has, has been really keeping me sane lately. Um, you know, we, we can, it's, it's so easy as an entrepreneur and, and as, and as a competitive athlete to get so wrapped up in what your goals are and what your dreams are that you got to keep everything in perspective and you got to give yourself time to rest. You got to give yourself time. You got, you got to give yourself grace if you push too hard or if you don't push hard enough. Um, but you, but you got to prioritize the, the important things. And that starts with relationships. And so for my wife and I, our most important relationship in, in our life is our relationship with our Heavenly Father. And then after that, it's each other. And then after that, it's our kids. And then it's my clients, right? And so that basically comes forth. And that's pretty much it. Like we don't have um, a lot else because because those all those relationships are so important that it's just it's just, it's just not worth it, you know? Um, yeah, we have we, we have time for, time for friends here and there, but I mean, you got you guys know me like all, all you guys that are listening right now on the live that see me at the gym every day, like um, like I'll, like I'll, I'll I'll stop and talk a little bit here and there. Jake, how you doing, brother? Just answered your question on the front end of the podcast, so it'll it'll come out this Saturday. <laughs> Hope all's well in Germany, my friend. Um, but when, but when it when it comes, but like when you guys see me at the gym, you know, like you you know that I'm just not gonna stop and bullshit. Like, excuse my language, but you know you know that like I'm all, I'm I'm always on my way to the next meeting, or I'm I'm always on a phone call. Like I'm always um, doing something that 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 has a purpose. Now, is there a time to kick back, kick back, and have a cigar and drink whiskey and just chill and just shoot the breeze? Yeah, absolutely, and uh, and we do that from time to time. But I mean, 99% of our time is. Is, is spent where God's calling us to be at that point in time, which could be at our church, it could be at a life group, it could be, um, it could be at a Bible study. Um, this morning, my wife and I were reading John chapter one. That was that was super exciting. Great way to start the day. It's a deep chapter, by the way, deep theological chapter. Um, but we found that very meditative to be able to, to do that. Hey, babe. Hi. Um, and then. Between that and between uh, what we're called to do, based on the on, on the on the skills that we have and the 
um, and the and, and the and the talents that we have and being stewards of those, you know, everything else just we we kind of fill it in where we can. So, yeah, um, Carly. Hey, Lauren. So Carly, I know that's a long roundabout answer to your question on what's your been your biggest life challenge, but it's been. Um, it's been making time to be a dad and to and to be involved in my kid's life because I because I know that this time is gonna go by fast. So, um, what we so what's been what's been working great is every is every single morning, the the first thing that we do to start off with the day, is is, is uh, James and I are playing Legos together. Um, something that I love and that I'm not ashamed of because <laughs> Legos are just so much fun. <laughs> um, but we'll. Um, he gets to pick out two colors. It's super funny. He like he like looks at him and, and I'm like, okay, buddy, what colors do? You, okay, buddy, what colors do you want to grab? Speaking of which, we got Everly here too, um, but 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 I'll be like, oh, she doesn't want to say hi. Okay. Can you say hello? Say hi. 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 <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, buddy, what colors do you want to pick? And he'll and he'll like he'll spend a mi a minute just agonizing over what color Legos he's gonna pick. He's like, ooh 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 ah 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 green. Okay, pick a second color. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Uh, like we, we got, we got them all sorted into different bins and everything. <laughs> and so um, that usually takes like a minute or two. It's, it's a good laugh though, and um, it, it, it just helps me to relax a little bit and kind of get my mind, get get my mind off of work and clear my head a little bit before we get started and just lay on the floor and play around for a little bit. Um, and then after that, we, you know, he, he's he's doing his own thing, and then I'll, I'll check on him a little bit. And um, I don't know. Sometimes if I'm not feeling work, too, I'll just drop on the floor and say screw it, and we'll just play around for a while, and then I'll go to the gym and record my videos, come back, and then finish up whatever I need to later. Um, now we got a dog too, so obviously, and so that complicates things a little bit. Um, and then um, and, and then and then Taylor, um, Taylor's the the person that you know she needs to she needs to have my 100. percent What's that? Not what's what's up, Vinny? She needs to have my 100% um, attention and know that she is the most important person on my list because I talk to a lot of people every day. I train a lot of people every day. And she needs to know that she is my number one 100% priority. Um, and so that was certainly easier before we had kids. And it was easier before we were in business for ourselves and 100% relying on our own income. but. Uh, we've get, we've been getting better at it, and I think the biggest thing is just having grace with each other. You know, she has her days where she's not in the best moods. I have my days where I'm not in the best moods, probably more so of that than 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 on her end. <laughs> um, but having grace with each other, forgiving forgiving each other, not taking things personally, and keeping everything in perspective in terms of. Uh, of, of, of what our goals are you know she knows that if I'm in a bad mood it's not because I don't like her it's because you know I probably had a bad phone call or I you know probably didn't hit, hit my lift like I wanted to <laughs> or something or something silly um, but having having thick enough skin to be able to look past it and just go um, you know what we, we we love each other we're in business together we're doing this together and um, and not taking any things personally so Anyway, that's pretty much all the questions that we had from the Facebook group and from the email. Thank you, podcast listeners, for joining us in this entire episode. If you found this helpful and entertaining, we just ask if you would please pay it forward and share it with a friend. That would be awesome. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. So any ratings or reviews that you have are very, very much appreciated. As far as coaching goes, we do have two slots avail available for the month of February at the time of this recording. Even if those slots fill up, you're still welcome to contact me. We can look at the next month my phone number. You can text me or call me. It is 
206-743-1346. Again, that's 206-743-1346. I would love to talk to you about your fitness goals and see what those are, especially if you want to compete. Not be biased, but those are kind of my favorite people to work with. <laughs> we just click, man. That's how we think. Um, okay, so we do have a new episode every Saturday morning. So please subscribe to the show if you have not already so you don't miss those. That's it. Thank you very much. God bless you and bye-bye.